To unlock the potential of OTD Pack, we first have to look into its past to see its future. Let's unveil the secret of OTD Pack. Oh, here on OTD Pack next. Hi everyone, I'm Elvis. Hi, I'm Ling, and you are listening to OT Data Next. Hey, Elvis, what are we going to talk about today?、Mm, in today's episode, we are going to talk about how OT Data is affecting our daily life today, especially how affect how it affect a major part of our modern society, electricity. Oh, cool! I have always been very interesting in the power industry. Did you know that in the future, power generation will be decentralized? Oh. So instead of coming from a central resource like thermal or nuclear power plants, we could be getting our power from individual solar panel that is installed on our rooftop. What makes this even cooler is that once these individual power are connected to the grid. We can sell our extra power to the national grid. Effectively, we could be making money off of the power we generate. Isn't that cool? Oh, Lin, <laughs> you really done your homework.、Mm-hmm. Now, how do you think that ties in with OT data? Oh well, I would imagine managing such a complex bidirectional electricity flow will be a bit of headaches, right? Hmm, that's precisely what I'm thinking. Which is why, for today's episode, we've invite Mosa's power expert Jerry to talk with us. Welcome, Jerry. Hi, everyone. I'm Jerry from Mosa's power team. Happy to be here. Hi, Jerry. Welcome to our show. Hi. So, <laughs> so let's cut through the chase. Based on your experience, what can OT data bring to the table for energy transition? Wow, such a loaded question so early in the day.、Mm. Well, first things first, as you probably already know, energy transition is the way to transform the global power sector from fossil based to zero carbon,、mm. which means we are gradually adding green energy sources to the traditional power sources to slowly lower our carbon footprint.、Mm. However. Green energy is unpredictable since its power generation depends heavily on the environment. Therefore, it's crucial for power grids to see or predict when green power is generating less than needed, so that we can sub in the traditional power sources to ensure a stable power output. Now, how can we see when we? Need to sub in different sources.、Mm. This is where OT data comes in.、Oh. As you know, OT data is the basic for AI and machine learning, right?、Mm. In other words, we need it if we want to make predictions about the future. So, we need OT data.、Mm. We need not just an energy system, but a full on communication system.、Mm. And when we can see what is the come and communicate. Communicate clearly.、Mm. That's what OT data can do for energy transition. Hmm. Hmm. Jerry, that's interesting. You, I think, what I understand is you mean the data communication system is getting important during this industrial or electricity industrial transformation. Hmm. I'm thinking, can you give us an example? Sure. To see how OT data affects energy transition, we'd have to look at it from the power distributor standpoint.、Mm. Let's talk type power as an example. 
mm. when type power is trying to allocate the appropriate sources during peak energy consumption hours like noon during mm. July and August in Taiwan. Mm. It needs to first accurately predict the summer power usage. Mm. This traditionally didn't pass that much of a problem since renewable energy only took up 5% of the total power production. Mm -hmm. But with energy transition, we are starting to rely more on the green energy. So that will happen when it takes up 10, 15, or even 20% of the overall power production. Oh, wow. As energy production starts moving towards central decentralization, what mm -hmm. are you going to do as a dispatch energy when 20% of your overall power generation is unpredictable? So how well we can see into the future will dictate how useful renewable energy is in the grand scheme of things. Mm. And I think that's the biggest challenge we are going to face moving forward with energy transition. Mm. It's the decentralization aspect of the matter since power sources will be scattered under the structure. Mm. It requires individual monitoring and such scared monitoring system would subsequently need a bigger and more reliable communication system. So you see where I'm going with this. Mm. So what you are saying is how well we can transmit or communicate OD data will really affect this energy transition. We need to build a better data transmission system for um, accurately real-time communication the OT data and uh, its future predictions to keep up with energy transition. Exactly. So effectively, mm. energy transition needs an OT data communication transformation in order to really work. Mm. Oh, so it's kind of like the movie Moneyball. Instead mm. of rely on intuition of the feeling, we just kind of like trying to buy a winning lottery ticket. We are going to rely on the analysis of historical and other additional data to figure out the winning tumble. And that's why communication transformation is so important. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I like the Moneyball movie a lot. So. <laughs> I have a, but I have a follow-up question to Jerry. Since there are a lot of moving parts in energy transition, right? Make it unpredictable, a lot of things we cannot sure, mm. but how we can react to this, you know, unpredictable things in timely manner, um, that will become very important things, right, Jerry? Mm -hmm. mm. And uh, that's why communication is the key. That's why uh, from your previous uh, talk about that things, I know that, um, but now that we know this, but how are these, you know, long history, you know, traditional power company dealing with these potential challenges that comes with this change? Well, one of the challenges lies in communication integration. Okay. Mm. Let's mm. renewable energy as an example. From a measurement standpoint, as renewable energy becomes a, a major energy source, more mm -hmm. control and monitoring is required. Okay. Mm -hmm. However, right, right. the majority of the renewable energy equipment uses a communication protocol called MOBUS, whereas the backend of the national power grid uses DMP3 or IEC 61F15. And mm. they're balanced the issue from the renewable energy equipment to the national grid backend. 
no one is speaking the same language. It's like someone who only speaks Japanese and try to talk to someone who only understands French. Okay. Mm. How can you successfully communicate when you are not even speak the same language? Okay. Mm. So the first obstacle is trying to integrate communication systems or else how can I uh, decode the data transmitted? Okay. Mm -hmm. Or how can end equipment understand the command sent to them? And mm. this raises another issue, which is we know we have to integrate, but whose job is it to do so? Mm. While communication integration does sound like the reliable first step, mm -hmm. a lot of the EPC players, solar power or monetary vendors are unwilling to do this for two reasons. Mm. The first is the business scope. Since renewable energy only encompasses less than maybe 5% of, of the entire national power generation, mm -hmm. the business scope does seem a bit limited. The second is technical background less needed to actually accomplish this, mm. since most of the vendors are more experts in their own fields. Mm. Their main focus is I'm trying to optimize power generation and maintenance in other words. Okay. They don't have the technical capacity to fix the communication integration issue. Oh. Okay. Oh, As you can see, see, so yes, from the lack of incentive coupled with the innumerable challenge, it's mm. not hard to understand. While these vendors are often uh, reluctant to do this, which mm. makes this a huge obstacle for energy transition. Mm, that makes sense. Really, we should focus on doing what we are good at. So communication integration should really fall on someone who understands how to do it. This is a lot of change to an old business. How is this breaking with traditional affecting the power industry? Well, let me give you a real life example and you tell me. Mm. Simply, Simply put, energy transition or digitalization effectively means that we are moving communication protocols of substations and power equipment from the traditional serial interface to the so-called Ethernet. Mm. And let's find for the natural progression of uh, things, but how can the current engineering teams maintain the new systems? Mm. One of the complaints I get a lot from older civil energies is that the shift is too fast and they are often left behind to try and play catch up on their own. Mm. Essentially, with IEC 61815, they had to toss everything familiar out the window and bring a completely new protocol. Mm. And it doesn't end with late. The extended learning curve aside, what they are actually doing to maintain or fix certain power devices is also changing. Mm. Uh, in the past, if say the IED or electric meter is broken, they use electric instruments or a mud meter to find the specific point of failure. Mm. Now with digital, uh, pardon, now with digitalization, everything yes. is on a single Ethernet cable. Mm. How are you going to identify the failure point when everything is together? Uh, I think <laughs> if it happened using multimeter to measure the communication protocol, <laughs> it's not a clear idea now, right? <laughs> so 
as you can see, besides upgrading our communication hardware's uh, educating the technical mm. personnel is another huge obstacle as we take these giant leaps ahead. Mm. That's true. That's true. So, but there is any, is there any way to mm, help them through this? Uh, in my opinion, it's really about letting these engineers, engineers, uh, on the front line understand mm -hmm. the whole picture sy systematically mm -hmm. speaking, because it's natural for us to fear or reject what we don't understand. Mm -hmm. So, the first thing would be to increase visibility of the systems. Mm -hmm. We need to allow the engineers to see the status status of all equipments in the digital substation. Mm -hmm. So let have a better idea or visualization of what could be wrong when maintain, maintenance requests come up. Mm -hmm. Once we demystify the whole system, even when something comes up, uh, late, they, they don't know how to face. They have a general idea and therefore can ask for help instead of being left in the dark completely. Mm. That shouldn't be too hard to achieve, right? I mean, the power SCADA could give you the visibility you want. Well, uh, yes or no. The digital substation includes not just power production equipment, but also communication equipment, which creates a networking very much like the uh, neural system in our body. Okay, mm -hmm. traditional SCADA main focus is on uh, showing the results, not the networking topology. So mm. it can tell you that something's wrong, but it can't tell you where and why, okay, which is not so helpful. Mm. Let me give you an example. Take breaks, trip commands, and as an example. In the past, in, this command used to be controlled manually via an on and off switch. You've probably seen photos of engineers doing this. Mm. Now, since the transformation, everything is digital, and so is this command a very important uh, protocol in IEC61A15 code goods. The gen generic object-oriented substation events is now used for transmitting trips commands to the circuit breaker. Now, think about it. Even, even when you can see the command is never rigged to do it, image when you can't even see or anticipate it. Oh my God, so I can see the goose, but it's actually doing the command to trigger the, the circuit breaker to, to, to jump up. So I'm thinking that it's waiting a bit just thinking about it. It's literally, so, if we have a dashboard to allow the engineers to see the direction and status of the goods, it will significantly relieve the stress, mm. allowing them to easily see the issues when they occur and not make them learn the seven layers of OSI. Uh, since we have an easy to use software, would cut down on the stretch and learning curve uh, potentially. Won't you agree? Yes, yes, I agree. I think you make a very good point. Visualize first, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That makes sense. They make a lot of sense, actually. And I really think that one one of the things to help from that's that's really good to help the frontline personnel 
to give them the information they need to, and then they can they can make the right judgment call. Taking, as as Lee mentioned, taking the guessing game out of the equation is crucial. I really think that only through integration, Jerry, you mentioned the integration, right? Integrate the machine, the data, the human intelligence, would we will be able to really see the value of digital transformation. Mm, I totally agree. Now, Jerry, as per OT data next tradition, we have to ask, in your observation of the power sector, what do you think is the next for OT data in the power markets? I'd say two words, stability and security. In mm. terms of stability, and I'm referring to communication stability here, is something we haven't really paid that much attention to in the past. In the past, the most important thing is the smooth operation of power system equipment like the CGIS, the protective relay, the generators and such. Okay. Mm -hmm. The idea is that as long as these equipment are stable, we are fine. Mm -hmm. However, as I mentioned before, this won't work now in the energy transition phase since communication between legacy equipment and backend monitoring system is low crucial. Mm. How we smoothly and securely uh, translate the mobile protocols used by these legacy equipment to the DMP3 protocols mm. used by the backend systems is a major task. Mm. And that's where I think the main focus would be uh, for the next couple of years is the stable integration and security of, of communication. Mm. Mm, I see. So stable power system equipment plus stable communication integration and security to provide the sufficient information necessary for energy transition. That's a really clear path to what we need to be doing next. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jerry. I definitely learned a lot. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for sharing with us. Stay tuned to OT Data Next for the latest in industrial digital transformation. I'm Lin. And I'm Elvis. We will see you next time.